So, welcome to New One. What, what episode is this? I don't know. Hello, mom. Hello, Anya. Hello, so abrupt. <laughs> Hello, Anya. Okay, <laughs> so today we have a special guest introduction, yes. drum rolls. Okay, so yes, I want to, um, we, we are happy to be able to record our conversations with V. Marty. I mean, we, where do we, where do I begin in terms of introducing you? I don't even know where to start. Hi, I'm Marty <laughs> Tunso. Uh, I'm from Mobile, Alabama, proud southerner. Proud okay, so, gay man. Proud gay man. Proud southerner. Um, you're currently living in New York, right? I currently live in New York. Wow. Okay, let me get school. the formal. Let me get the formal thing out of the way because that's kind of why we're talking. We're we're recording this particular conversation, right? So you are a graduate from the um Columbia University where mm-hmm. you studied linguistics and race and um and ethnics, right? Exactly, race and ethnic I studies. Qualify. Highly qualified to speak this. on this topic. You can you can grant us with some knowledge and some wisdom. So you know, or we yeah. can fight better with you. Yeah, hey, we, let, let's fight. Let's do it. Let's do. It. We have, I'm, I'm hoping for a healthy conversation, but I'm hoping for also a constructive conversation. <laughs> okay, that sounds like you don't want me to hate, right? Let's say what we're talking about. So we're talking about Beyonce's Blackest King. Yes. Right. Um, and we 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 let's just say though. Have you watched it? I did watch um already the one video that's on YouTube, and I did see Power. I saw that because that's also on YouTube. Right. So I did see those two videos. Um, I did see the commercials on YouTube for Backus King. Um, I read all the opinion articles on it, but I did not see the full production, the full visual album that is Maybe the full visual a- masterpiece that yeah. is Blackest King. But um, but yeah, I can me- speak on the two videos that I know. <laughs> and all the think pieces that were done on it, right? Because exactly. I've read too many think pieces on the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not that we wouldn't have watched it. Um, Disney Plus isn't available here in Europe. Well, it is. We just don't add it to our, you know, million and two different things with Netflix, Amazon Prime, and so on. I think oh, that's that's it's us- available. I didn't know that. Disney Plus, yeah, I can yeah. never hear, but, but it's not available in Africa because that's one of the things that I've read. Like a lot of people are saying that it's not available. Um, most people on the continent have no way of accessing this entire thing. But if I'm not mistaken, which I could yeah. be, it is she did make the album accessible um, to via another platform. It wasn't Disney Plus, but it's available through another platform. I don't know the name of it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, but I that's did. the fact that why why wouldn't I think it's kind of weird that she wouldn't like. I get it. It's for Disney Plus for them to, you know, probably get more people to subs- to to get a subscription and pay for it. But I think, you know, most people have Netflix or Amazon Prime, and I mean, the best place to watch videos is YouTube, where you know a lot of people put up pieces. So is there's kind of like a question with that, in that why would why would it not be made more available for like any and everybody anywhere to be able to watch? All right, before we get into the meat of the matter, though, let's just be clear: you are a big Beyonce fan. I love right? Beyonce's music. Okay, you're a part of the beehive. And the reason why, because we all, when we first met, so maybe people, we should say how we met, because we met um, when you were here in Germany doing our fellow, right? Yeah, Public Diplomacy Fellowship, sponsored right. by the German Bundestag yes. and the State Department of the U.S. Yes. 
and we met and it was just great. We had, we, we, we had an instant connection because, you know, you had, you remember he had this massive Afro. I mean, it's, it's, it's nicely braided now, but the Afro was just sticking out <laughs> in these Stuttgart streets. There was just no denying. <laughs> um, right. So, so, and we've always discussed Beyonce and the, the business of how, her presence in the entertainment industry, um, you know, pushes forward or, you know, pushes back the black community, the black American community. Mm -hmm. So this whole black is king thing, we spoke about it and we thought, let's just do a podcast on it. So that's why you're here. So, so, like Anya was saying, I feel that um, I was a little bit concerned about the fact that to have access to Disney Plus, would be is it is it available like that in the u.s like is everybody able to access it easily like you know i don't know netflix because it's it's a streaming platform that you have to pay for just the same like netflix right um i haven't even looked into it all i know is is, it's not available on on any of my parents back in alabama's um comcast any of their cable subscription services but i think it's because they haven't like paid for that you know what i'm saying right disney channel but disney plus i don't i don't know because back home you pay well in the U.S. We pay for packages like Comcast is one cable um, company, and you can get. I know in Alabama, Mobile, we have. Um, you can get seventy-seven channels. That's one package. It's like the most. Mm, yeah. Well, no, basic okay. cable is even smaller than that. But yeah, and it goes yeah. up from there. So, because the reason I'm I'm kind of looking at that because <laughs> I wanted us to enter the conversation about this whole thing from the the place of how capitalist. Um, you know, the whole situation with her making the album and making it only available on certain sites Mm -hmm. so that it's difficult for a mass audience to have, you know, access to it. it, But also, but then I, you know, I hear myself saying that and I feel like, okay, but hold on, she's a businesswoman at the end of the day, right? So she has to do- Trying to get that coin. Exactly. Exactly. So what's your feeling? How do you feel about that? Um... To be honest, I didn't even give that much thought into why she put it on Disney Plus and, you know, the accessibility of the album. Um, yeah. Everybody, to be honest. Um, I thought maybe, I guess in thinking about it now, I guess it had more so to do with the fact that The Lion King, the movie, um, was released and, you know, through, through that. Disney. Okay. So yeah. I was thinking maybe that was some contractual issues with okay. that. And yeah. since the songs, from what I've seen, Power and Already, Mm-hmm. Like brown skin girl these are all songs from her the album that she released as an accompaniment to um the lion king all yeah. right so let's be clear then so both all three of us can only say that we've watched videos from the um the, the production not the entire thing exactly so that just to be clear like we're not because i always have problems with you know how I always have problems like with the idea of us watching, speaking on things that we we've know, not yeah. watched entirely, right? Exactly. So I guess we can speak on the music videos. And the music videos and that, also the, all the many things that we, because before we we had this conversation, we were sharing a lot of videos and articles <laughs> and so on. So, so be prepared because, so, you know, we like being prepared on this podcast, <laughs> having things ready, neat and tidy, <laughs> you know. All right, so let, so I said I wanted us to start about talking um, about it through the first through the lens of how capitalistic, if that's a term, the whole yeah. thing is, right? One of the things that I read was that this is all a push on the part of um, Jay Z, who we know is her manager, right, mm-hmm. to bring Af- to bring Afrobeats 
to the U.S. Um, and and Beyonce has traditionally been an artist who she she's always she tries to be on trend. So you know she was with Cardi B, she was with Meg Thee Stallion. She's been there all. She's always, Adele. She's, yeah, Adele. she's always like trying to be on. You trend. know what I mean? On trend. And so the trend right now is to to bring Afrobeats to the U.S. Right. And she is kind of like the access point. Um, and connecting Black Afri- Black American history to Africa is kind of like the bridge that she's hoping to create to get people seasoned to the idea that, okay, Afrobeats is a thing. Because if you look at all the videos, the many collaborations with the many different African artists, right? It's kind of like an introduction right. for these. Yeah these artists into the main the quote-unquote mainstream of music and that it's all a ploy and ploy is i'm using that word sort of you know mildly but it's all a it's 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 a it's a marketing strategy for basically for their for their recording company which is to bring over afrobeats and to introduce it to the public so it's more about that than it is about any kind of cultural awareness or all of that but can you not have those go hand in hand can you not try to introduce and in turn like uplift and support you know artists on the continent like continental african artists while also making your coin at the same time i think i think the thing is after what was it what was the video the name of the video that you sent me the one um the one that you like would it be power power exactly so i think in that video that one particularly i found interesting is you know the messages about talking about you know blackness and the richness of blackness and you know i find it ironic that when beyonce comes on like her line is this ain't no perm and yet she's there with like straight ass hair and it's like this 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 this, this deteriorates the whole point of it it's supposed to be like you know showing your natural your most natural of selves i think it's at the end of that video or the other video where she's 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 all right, what I'm trying to get towards is that even with her trying to show the black culture, she kind of, she always has to still put herself as a centerpiece, which I know it's her music, but if you're trying to like uplift or, you know, show a certain culture, wouldn't you, you know, to some extent fall back or at least let everybody be on the same kind of level and like let go of that whole, you know, she being the queen kind of vibe, you know, you know what I'm getting at? Which I find is there's there are a lot of different things that play into that also as you know being being what is she mixed she's mixed yeah, creole she, what's the what's her what, she's she's her mother is is um is her mother's come her mother's creole but her mother's black like and yeah okay I, mean, but I, I, know, I know we ha- i know we're having a whole conversation about yes that. and, and we're gonna it, have a conversation about that because that's a point right so she is her mother you know her father beyonce's father actually said when she met when he met her he was convinced this was a white woman exactly, right yeah um that is how mixed she is Right. And he is obviously he is he is black. So and Beyonce, I think more so than her sister, took more of her mother's, you know, um, aesthetic I than her ambi- sister. Amb- ambiguity. Yeah. 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 I, OK. OK. So, 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 <laughs> so, so, get right into it. <laughs> yeah. To, to the point about Beyonce being mixed. Um, I, I disagree. Um, yeah. I, I just, I think at what point does a mixed person, when they mix with black, at what point do the, does a child become black? You know what I'm saying? Because in the U.S., I guess for us, our range of pure blackness includes people like Beyonce. Like, don't get me wrong. We have the Rashida Jones, yeah. who is the, you know, the Rashida Jones, the daughter of Quincy Jones, right. who walks this and earth. And she was in Black, black, black AF, right? Yeah. Right. And, you know, t- to me, 
I can't, you know, say what her experiences are, but to me, I read her as a white woman. You know, the same way I read, um, I don't know, Mariah Carey as a white woman. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that. But yeah. Beyonce, to me, like there's this range of pure blackness, which includes me, you. And Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Her mother, clearly her mother has like significant ancestry that is not black. That's, that's mm-hmm. clear. And, and they claim it. Um, however, I feel like with Beyonce, she, I, I don't know, she just doesn't satisfy that with me. She, I, I don't see her as mixed. I see her as just a light-skinned black woman. You know what I mean? And maybe, you know, that's because I, I'm still kind of undoing the one-drop rule because I was raised with it. Even though I know it is something that was not made for black people. It was not made by black people. It was not made for yeah. the benefit of black people at all. Yeah. Um, because when I look right. at some, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, because if you look at some of the other historical figures in the black community, you know, we have this landmark case that um, established separate but equal. That was a Plessy versus Ferguson. Plessy, Homer Plessy was also from Louisiana. His family came from like, I think Haiti originally, whatever. But these are like free people of color. These are like, but he, Homer Plessy was white. Homer mm-hmm. Plessy walked this earth as a white. Homer Plessy looked like he could have stumped out of any German village or whatever. Pure white blood or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, you know what I'm saying? So Adam Clayton Powell, he was a politician from New York City. He was a white man. For all intents and purposes, he was a white man. Strip him of his fame, just him, let him walk down the street, he'd be a white man. Same thing with Mariah Carey. She wasn't Mariah Carey, just a girl, you know, blah, 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 walking down the street. Would you think of her as a black woman? Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? So we have our figures in the U.S. who are black, you know what I'm saying, but who mm. claim mixed race because biologically they are, but I, I don't see how that aligns with be. Beyonce, to me, does not fit that criteria. Does she have a significant ancestry from another, you know, race? Yeah. She does. She said it. I think she did a L'Oreal commercial where she was like, um, it was something about the, the, the color palette that she was using, and she said it was perfect for, like, Native American, African American, and French. So she, she, she claimed it. But when she first yeah. came out, when she was with Destiny's Children, um, she was <laughs> She was she was a black girl. She was a light skinned black girl. We didn't know nothing about her being Creole. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. a, a black light skinned black girl from Houston, Texas, or whatever. So I say it's, it's now when she's, you know, kind of come into her blackness. She's had her successful run, become a commercial. Now she has this platform. Now she's like, I'm gonna exude blackness in the way that I am. She started off as Creole. Now she's doing this, I guess, pan African. You know, so so I want to just jump in right there because right. that is the issue I'm having, right? Because I remember when we've spoken about this on other episodes of our pod- podcast where we Regarding talked race. about we talked about how that whole performance at the, the Super Bowl, for example, where she did the formation thing, the whole black right. it was just like, it was a performance of blackness, right? Um, For me anyway, because right, she, right. when I saw her, I thought the music is great, the dancing was on point, but it really disturbed me a bit that she seemed to not be able to kind of like, did you see the, the blonde hair? Did you see the, the, the you know, the, the she, she wasn't able to let go of, because I'm not suggesting that her hair isn't that texture, but I am saying that to present look. the European yeah. blonde thing in the middle of performing this this really Africanness yeah. thing, right? But that's the same issue I have with the My Power video, which to me is the best. It's, it's like that song, I was saying to um, I was saying to it. It feels to me like it's calling to some kind of ancestor, right? right? It's yeah. a really, really good song, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the video. But if I'm being honest, in the middle, and it's crazy that she centered herself 
in the middle of that video. You realize that the first the first part was this other um artist, artist at and the at end, the end it was um another and she's like and she's centered in the middle and she's talking like Inya said about you know her nappy no hair. It's not you're right. This yeah, is no perm. And yet her hair is there straighter than you know any Caucasian woman that we could see. Now to me that's a, that's just really troubling that she keeps she tells me these things, but, she's but then she presents herself. she presents herself as this white woman right and we to me it's kind of a problem because i think people how can i say this because i don't listen i like beyonce like i like her music right right? but i really feel like there is a sense to her presentation that is on one on one hand she is always appealing to a white gaze and i think she tries to make herself still palatable to the white gaze right i mean if she wants to do that fine that's why we're discussing it though you know um i find that she when when you look at the the, and and i would ask anybody who's listening to just look at the video the the man listen to the words of the the, the song and the the, the vibe of the entire song but when she comes on the way she presents to me is of a white woman doing blackness performing blackness yeah and it has nothing to do with you know the discussion of you know i think that's something when it came to hold the whole corp um social um no cultural appropriation in the sense that like you know if white people are allowed to do braids and like dreads and all those kind of like hairstyles and they're like yeah but you know black people also straighten their hair and whatever but the point of the video as when we said is like it was supposed to be about blackness and the beauty of the natural kink of your hair the natural curl the natural look of your skin and yet still she was kind of a pin in it and then every time when i listen to the song and i hear her verse come up this ain't no permanent like, i have the picture of me in her. I, have, I practically have the picture of her in my head with the straight hair the blonde hair waving back and forth like this ain't no perm. it's like this that is literally isn't isn't a perm when you get straight hair isn't that what what it is like i'm confused like it just kind of it brings you out of the um, right. it brings me out of it a bit and so we are doing what we're doing i feel is all right so i don't want it to come across like we are trying to like define Bash, yeah. her blackness yeah. right because she has to she can define herself however she wants right right but my concern is like you i feel like we're having cognitive dissonance if she's if she's if i'm meant to believe this right Right. then i need to believe the whole thing and and she's not she's just not presenting it um in a way that i can believe her and i feel she's playing on a lot of black americans colorist um unhealed issues when she plays up her um, her, you know, I want—I don't want to say mixed side, just light or, skin, or, you just know? light skin mm. thing. And I mean, it's that—that that, I think that's the main thing also for me. Like as somebody who is, you know, I know I'm like mixed, I'm black, and I'm white. In a way, you—it's kind of um ridiculous for me for people who try to again i'm not trying to like take down anybody's experience but we just have to talk you know be honest about the way how things are and we cannot deny that she is a more lighter um quote unquote you know in a coloristic world more whiter version of a you know black black lady so it's kind of like okay she's a poster child of blackness but yet she's not you know exactly necessarily 
a representation of black. It's like I couldn't go up anywhere and act like, okay, I'm I'm like black. Like, yeah, I know I I'm black, but I'm also white. And by me, that's that's something that really annoys me. It's like I I could not just take up the one side without uh, yeah acknowledging the other side because I don't believe in that whole first of all the whole one drop rule thing. It's because it, it's also it's like ridiculous. Yeah. And it, makes, it just it just continue. The, the system is never broken if we keep on doing this, you know. But I I just so. I don't think Beyonce is the poster child for blackness. So I just I just want to say that. She's not the poster child for nobody's blackness um, that I know of. I mean, she's just somebody who is realizing her blackness in real time, you know what I'm saying, through her music, and that's fine or whatever. And I, 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 as it pertains to her blonde hair, I've thought about this time and time again. I honestly just chuck it up to, at this point to artistic freedom, to creative freedom. You know what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. just... She, Beyonce is rocking blonde hair since you know, she started, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know the roots behind, you know, why she chose to have blonde Well, and that's whatever. the question though, Marty, because shouldn't we, like, because that's the thing that always disturbs me about her presentation, because her hair isn't naturally blonde, right? It's not, so she, she it's black. makes the choice to, to, to lighten her hair, mm-hmm. but then stands in front of me and talks to me, and I like what you said a while ago about her, she is kind of exploring her blackness in real time, right? And, and we should allow her that space. Exactly. Everybody should be allowed that space, but the problem, though, is that Beyonce has many, many eyes on her, especially many, many black girls' eyes yeah. on her, especially girls who are themselves having to deal with colorism, yeah. girls who are themselves... I mean, we don't even have to look very far, but look at what happened with Zoe Zaldana, with... um. With, with with wanting to play Nina Simone. There are many women, many mixed-race women who are taking up spaces, right? And I'm, I don't want to even say mixed-race because it's not so much that... Because I don't think she identifies herself as a mixed-race. Not race. at all. So it's like these... Um, it's, it's a colorist thing, like we know, right? Yeah. And they, they take up spaces that don't, nec- don't, be- don't belong to them, yeah. right? But and, in a way, they also do it in a way to kind of like prove themselves because they feel by the system that they have to show that, you know, oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm black, black enough. enough. And stuff. And it's yeah, like, and it's unfair to yeah, them. Yeah, it's okay to just accept for who you are as a person. That's it. And you know, what's something I also um kind of like what you were saying to just come on to that, mommy, is the fact that she's so intricate and detailed with the video and the people she picks and the lines yes. and the, the details. And yet that's detail like that, she would just like she look misses. across. And I get that whole, the whole idea of, you know, it's an artistic style and whatever, but there is sim- there's a symbol behind the whole blonde hair, straight hair. Like, and to, to, to pretend that that's not a factor is kind of like, as you say, like cognitive dissonance. Like we're, we're choosing to just like not look at that, you know? Especially in a video like that. Like in our everyday life, it doesn't matter. But in terms of trying to like black his king and doing it, you know, that that's that's my thing where I feel. But I feel like we put too much of the onus on um, this image of blackness on somebody like Beyonce. We, we no nobody's looking at nobody's looking to Beyonce to answer all of their questions. Okay, let me not say that because a lot of people, a lot of little girls, like you say, actually may be looking yeah. up to her. But I said we we should not put the onus on it. She's not perfect. You know what I'm saying? She's not perfect. Oh, sure, and we we should own it. No celebrity is perfect. And I feel like, but it's the parents' like yeah. um, duty to actually like instill into the child what is and what is not. You know what I'm saying? And blackness is not perfect. You know, blackness is saying that you know um, this ain't no perm, this that nappy, and wearing a blonde wig. Blackness, it, blackness, blackness. I mean, to and some that's people, what I'm. And, but you but know, I'm saying, my, but, but hold on, let me finish yeah. because because yeah. to some black people, you know what I'm saying? This this I guess perfect blackness 
is to not at all marry somebody who's outside of your race. You know what I'm saying? You have some black people who say there's absolutely no way you can be for your people and not marry somebody who is who is your people. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah, no way yeah. it, it, when you go and you support, um, let's say the instance of your, your significant other who is not black, anytime you go support, you know, that um, person's family or whatever, that's money you could have put back into your own community or whatever. So I think that, you know, blackness, it, it's, it's always going to come with, um, it, it's, there's no such thing as like perfect, no, not that you said it, not that anybody's saying yeah. it or whatever, but I'm saying, I don't think that Beyonce wearing um, her 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 blonde, which is, I feel like the blonde weed is getting actually darker now, you know what I'm saying? I know her Instagram, her latest picture, she has straight black hair. You know, I gotta, I gotta clap back for the queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's consistent, but that's consistent with her narrative right now. The, the narrative right now is yeah. black is king, so her 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 weave or her hair is, is straightened, such. but it's it's a little bit darker. But that's that's out on this side of the world, and I feel like in other parts of the world too, like black people experiment like with, with different hair colors, and I don't think it necessarily tied to whiteness in a way. I, I honestly don't. I honestly think that mm-hmm. some black girls when they go and get even some, I'll speak as a gay man, even some black gay men when they get their hair straightened or whatever. I don't I don't think is in any way to emulate whiteness. Okay, I, okay. Know, I that's honestly think they, I, I, I've never had my hair straightened personally. Um, yeah. <laughs> it just, it's not a question for me. Yeah. Um, and I also, but I also will acknowledge a lot of them will, you know, remark, a lot of people do get their hair straightened and do remark on the fact that they get so many compliments. Oh, you have such nice hair. You have good, you know, I'm pretty, I don't know if it's the same in Jamaica, but oh, the, this whole idea of like good hair versus what we call nigger hair, which is yeah. hair like mine, you know, like extremely good yeah. hair. So in terms of like Beyonce's palatableness, you know, as a light-skinned person, that is absolutely true. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce is absolutely a little bit more, she's a lot more palatable because of her skin color, as are the Alicia Keys, as are the other light-skinned people. And I'm pretty sure that did have an impact. Most, and her dad came, and I think you was the one who told me about that. Her dad mm. came out in an interview and actually revealed that he feels that she actually got it led her to, you know, it was kind of like a launching board to her fame because of mm-hmm. her skin color. Um, mm-hmm. So I can't deny that one either. But um, I agree with you when you say that, um, you know, just because a black person does a particular thing with their hair doesn't mean that they're doing it because they want proximity to whiteness. Right. I also agree with you that um, we, we all are, exper- you know, dealing with negotiating our blackness. Right. What is blackness? Was that, I remember there was an episode on Grapevine where they talked about can you be can you be um, pro black if you are married to if, if you are married to a, a white person. Right. Um, um, and so there was, a, there was like a, a, a two-hour discussion. I know. That. And I was like, okay, so but hold on though. Like, so everybody has to make their own definition, right? But the problem I have, here's the point I want right. to make. One, I feel that Beyonce, because she is so well-known and because she's out there in the public to, to consume, and because, especially because she's taken on this mantle of wanting to promote blackness and wanting to make all these symbols that relate to blackness, right? That for me, it doesn't read as authentic if she is then standing with her with herself looking as a, the best white woman version of her of herself. No, mm-hmm. I hear myself saying that. And then I also understand that as a fair skinned person, it's kind of unfair to suggest that she, she's doing anything to look any way than who she really is. Right. But I feel like she has made her a decision consistently throughout her career. Right. To, 
to, to, to present her here in that way. And we're talking about this and laboring the point only because of the video and that particular line in the video where she says, this ain't no perm. perm. This ain't exactly. nasty. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I, feel, I don't know, I'm, I'm irritated all the time with her making the effort to do like Anya said, go out and make all these details, details and these symbols and, and, yeah. and strategically placing blackness and black womanness and, 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 you know, is and women's black women's here as a thing. Right. And then she, because I think if she were to go in her natural state, then I think her hair is necessarily as straight as she's presented to us all these years. Exactly. So that I have an issue with that. And then I also want to say in, a, in, in agreement to what, to what you said about a lot of people, a lot of black women, I know, because when I was younger and I straightened my hair, it was certainly nothing to do with wanting to be black. It was to do with manageability and the fact that I was lazy and not wanting to learn my hair, right? right. So there's a lot of that in the community as well that needs to oh. be addressed, you know, where yeah. we're just not taking on the role of being, you know, not being lazy about taking care of our hair and making right. it be the thing that we do instead of opting to go to a version that is more manageable. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's also an element of survival because they just did a study. I think the study just came out in one of America's like um, large media outlets. I don't know if it's the New York Times or if it's the Washington Post. They did a study um, and a study showed that women who present to interviews with natural hairstyles, cornrows, afros, twists, are least likely to actually get the jobs. Get job, yes. And yeah. so I honestly feel like, especially now with the hair, the, the natural hair movement, you know, being beefed up nowadays or whatever. I think Mina Risi is in, in the, early, the late 2010s. Um, Beyonce's been in the game since she was, what, 15 or whatever, since the 90s. So there was an element of like, okay, I want to break into stardom. Because Kelly had a perm back then. Even Michelle, they all had straight hair back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only difference was Beyonce's, you know, was, I think she when she first, first started, I want to say it was like a dark brown. But anyway, she happened to be lighter skinned. Um, so, and, and even women, like black women during one of these big wars that we had in the U.S., you know, in order to join the workforce, they had to straighten their hair. It was, you know, in order to like feed your kids, because the men was out at the war, in, in, in the war fighting, they had to actually straighten their hair. So it was a means of survival. And this is something that has carried on. This is something that's been transferred generation to generation. And now we see in 2020, during Corona, you know, that a study was done and it showed that, you know, hey, if you want to feed your kids as a, as a black woman, if you want to show up in the workforce, you have to have straight hair. So I feel like there's a there's a huge element of that in the way mm -hmm. Beyonce shows up in her videos. On the one hand, she is living out her wildest dream, you know what I'm saying, being this black woman from this black city, Houston, Texas, um, you know, coming from this strong black lineage. I think her dad's side, um, the, the grandparents marched with MLK um, across the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Um, and her mom, you know, comes from a, a strong line of black people, too, mm -hmm. and other people, too. Um, and <laughs> and um, she's really, and, and at the end of the day, this is her passion. Music is her passion. Entertainment is her passion. So she's living out her wildest dream, you know what I'm saying, connecting all of her people. Um, and but, but she still has to survive. She still has three kids to survive at the end of the day. So I think she's like, she's walking a, a fine line. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and I, and I yeah. think that's what we're seeing. So I think on the one hand, if I have a daughter and I see her, you know, idolizing Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? But why does she have blonde hair? I have to, like, explain to her, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with your hair the way it is. And even, like, trying to, like, get out of people's head, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's, a, that's an element of anti-blackness and what you said, like, how when you were younger, y'all perm, you straighten your hair because it was, it was, you know, less 
it, it was easier to manage easier, or whatever. Yeah, but easier yeah. to manage. What's what's like the um the the litmus test? What's like the baseline for exactly. like yeah. exactly? And it's a thing that's passed on generationally because like you because your 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 mother might not have been able to manage it. Your your mother's mother wasn't able to manage exactly. and what needs to be done. So you didn't grow up having a kind of um feeling of okay, I can do this. It's only since I've become older and I mean I've mostly had my hair short anyway, right? right, right. But I've become more like, okay, no, this is good. I I don't have no problems with this. And not that my you know, my situation with my parents were always just like, you, you're beautiful, right? right? And your hair is beautiful as it is. But I wanted to just say, to agree with you on the point about women, black women who need to do this to their hair to access employment. Because in Jamaica, for example, I mean, in the 60s, in the 70s, women were not allowed to work, for example, in banks unless they had uh, you know, a certain mm -hmm. kind of a look, right? And it is not even something that was hidden. It was in the ads to, when, when, when they're sending out um, ads for the jobs, Absolutely. right? You had to look a certain way. So, but, but, but again, we are now here in 2020, right? But things are still the so same. What's, like, what, yeah, what's, exactly, what, like what's the excuse though? What's the excuse for us to still carry on that thing? Is it... Is it really the, the oppression, the system that's doing it? Or is it that we haven't done the work to heal ourselves so that we can present and, and show up really as we are? Because we have, I, we have to, I mean, it's unfortunate that it was done to us, but I feel like we still have to do the work of healing ourselves, right? Because they're not certainly going to come and heal anybody. And I think she's doing the work. She's doing the work by actually like, by, by having very black, Focus very black conscious, um, you know, putting out black conscious productions out in the world, and also you you see her living it out through her children. You see, you you haven't seen. I think she straight and blue always had one time when she her and Meg Thee Stallion were in that picture. They did a little selfie or whatever. But yeah. otherwise, Blue Ivy is rocking natural hairstyles. Even um, the Rumi, the little girl, the baby girl, she's rocking natural hairstyles or whatever. So, I mean, she is living. But even for me, like you know, I I get like jitters you know what i'm saying when i kind of like walk into a building with my afro like don't get me wrong I, i'm a man so it's a, it's, it's a lot different i'm gonna even say a, it's a lot different you know what i'm saying it's a little bit more acceptable a lot more acceptable i guess for a man to walk in with an afro but with my twists and with cornrows when you're a black man with cornrows you are a thug period you are yeah, a thug, you're yeah. a drug dealer so regardless of all the work that i've done to deconstruct these ideas or whatever at the end of the day i still have to go up against those gatekeepers and it, I, I on one hand I have rent to pay and I have food to put in my belly. But on the other hand, you know, I, I'm just like, I can just, I guess, be more like, amenable, be more palatable to them mm -hmm. by, mm -hmm. I guess, wearing an afro. Who would have thought an afro would be more palatable to them than some damn braids? But I think we, the, the whole double consciousness, the, the, um, the, the cognitive distance, I think that's part and parcel of the black experience. You know what I'm saying? Worldwide. I honestly think so. Like, because it seems like it's the same thing in Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? Your parents yes, told you you were gorgeous, you were beautiful, yeah. but this, got, this hair got to be straightened. Because grandma didn't know how to straighten her hair, so I don't know how to straighten her hair. So Barbara, you don't, I'm not, I don't know how to straighten your hair. Yeah. You know? yeah. And you, you're broken the chain. I mean, so, <laughs> you know. All right, so I want to ask, so, so I want to shift the conversation to what right. the real thing, right? right? So I know you know about the ADOS, right? Um, African descendants of slaves. I uh, know. Fill me in. Is, okay. Okay. No, so because I've been listening to this this YouTuber called Yvette 
Carmel. Do you know about her? Did you send me the video? No. <laughs> I think I think I might. She didn't prepare us, Marty. We're, this is what a scam. You know? Okay, I know. we're gonna fail. I watched every video you sent me. No, I didn't see that. One. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I, I, the, the, you don't have to necessarily have watched her, but like, so I'm, I, because this was something very new to me. I didn't really know about this. That there is this, um, a set of Americans who identify themselves as Black Americans and not African Americans. I'm that American. You're, you're you you consider yourself Black American. I'm Black American. Okay, so because that's the question I want to ask you, because what Beyonce has done with this album, Black is King, right? right. Um. By centering Black American history in Africa, right? Yeah. It sort of dilutes um, and takes away from the rich tradition of Black Americans. And Black Americans have a history, descendants of slaves who are living in the United States now who do not have any kind of identification with, uh, with Africa in any way. Yeah. And the fact that Beyonce continues to try to find anchor in Africa, right? Instead of anchoring her music, her style, everything she does right. is on the shoulders of African and um, Black Americans like Nina Simone or, you know, Ella Fitzgerald, all of these Black Americans who are survivors. Now, you and I spoke some time ago about how. We've talked about this on the podcast, um, different in different episodes about how in the, in the diaspora there and at my age when I moved here is when I, I started to kind of like okay so what so who am I who am I you know how do I identify <laughs> because Africans were very clear I I I'll never forget this Cameroonian guy and I think you know him oh yes. <laughs> and it was matter of fact, um, yeah, Straight you up. were the weak ones. Y'all got I caught. Thought, I, thought it was, I thought it was a Kenyan woman who said that. They probably all said it. They're all <laughs> talking about us behind our backs and we're just like, what? I, I specifically remember the Cameroonian guy because I was like, it, he wasn't even trying to be rude or offensive. He was just like, yeah, you were it's the weak ones. a matter of fact, yeah. Very yeah. matter of fact. So my question to you is, do you feel it's 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 it makes sense long term, right? For mm. for Beyonce to continue to try and people like let, let's not even just say Beyonce, but there is a push all the time for Black Americans to anchor themselves in Africa that they're seen as some kind of a lost tribe because you know yeah. they took yeah. But I feel that over the years, um. I think Black Americans have so much to be proud of. Like, oh, absolutely! They survived and they made jazz. They survived they America, and they basically. made blues. Yeah. They survived and they basically built on their backs was built what we now know today as the United States. Yeah. So, isn't it much better for Black Americans to center themselves in that space and take ownership of America instead of? engaging with the narrative that we have to go home we have to go we have to go to africa because you and i know we've talked about this we know the history of black slavers in africa yep. right as a jamaican myself I've, I've said this already on other podcasts like jamaicans we we did our shit we owned our piece of rock yes right. we made our music we established our culture we are a people right i mean and we, we can say, yes, we have descendants from Africa, but that is in no way negating the fact that we as Jamaicans are a people. Right. And my 
question to you as a black American. Don't you feel like that's what black America should focus on? I think that that's a personal question for the specific black American. But I know I made the the, the, the transition from saying African-American to black American. I think when I went to college, after being part of like the African Students Association, rooting my blackness in, you know, Africanness or whatever. And like kind of like looking at it with rose colored, what do they call it? Rose colored glasses? Glasses, yeah. yeah. And um, I think I was romanticizing. I, I fell into that same trap that a lot of Black Americans do. You know, go home, you know, romanticizing the continent. But I think once I graduated, went through that whole year in Germany, moved to Atlanta, moved back to Alabama, um, that pride that I had grown up with, it came back. How it came back, I don't know. But I guess just, just being in the majesty of my people back home, you know, in the deep mm-hmm. south or whatever, in the, like the bedrock of Black American culture. Um, yes. And um, and some albums like like Beyonce's Formation album, like I, I think Beyonce explored her her blackness, um, and and rooted it in the Black American experience in Formation. And I think now, because black in and of itself in the U.S., when you say black, is it's most often tied to it's it's, it's ethnically just Black American. And then mm-hmm. now she's doing this Pan Africanist thing, um, this global blackness is what I like to call it. When yeah. she's you know with this um Lion King album or the, the Gift or Black Parade. Um, mm-hmm. so I think it's just. It, it's the next step for her. Kudos to her. It's great for her. I don't. I don't see why we can't support each other across. I, I feel like the problem is a lot of times we. I'll say as a Black Americans, we we feel like we can't support the struggles or we can't support the successes of um, global Blacks without you know what I'm saying tying it to Africa. And I, I think you're absolutely correct in saying that. So um, for me myself, you won't see me talking anytime soon, anytime ever. About um, you know, going back because I was never there. Going, you know, the year of returning to Ghana or trying to like get a yes, passport. Yeah, I think Liberia gives you a passport. Any um slave, any like um descendant of slavery, we get passports to Liberia. We choose to go there and you know mm-hmm. contribute to the um the state in any kind of way. But um, I guess to answer your question, you know, do I think we should root it, you know, specifically in black? I think if if, if that's how you're gonna find your blackness, if, if that's gonna like you know um soothe your soul that that's going to like bring you healing yes and i think mm-hmm. even those who choose to move to the continent or those who choose to root it in um africa i think they first need to root it and they need to reconcile their blackness in the u.s because at the end of the day like you said we do we have a lot to be um proud of you know what I'm saying? exactly when people, and at, when, when when people borrow hip-hop and other, all american cultural um musical forms into afro beats they in turn in flesh you know what i'm saying sort of kind of like the bling bling culture or whatever into like the, the local you know um, Afrobeats, whatever they listen to Afrobeats. I think Nigeria mm-hmm. and Ghana and those on um, Congo and stuff. And mm-hmm. in turn, when we borrow music, when we like borrow some of the the Afrobeats rhythms or whatever, and because we we borrow heavily from um a lot of Caribbean music, especially like Jamaica. Yeah, and so we, exactly. <laughs> so we enflesh that, you know what I'm saying, into our culture too. Yeah. Um. So it, it that exchange that transfer has always been there, and I can be proud of like Jamaica for you know giving us dance hall and 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 all these other music. Because now in New York City, I can say. Black Americans in New York City, when you go to a, a, a club in New York City, like a black club, you are listening to straight like dance hall, like Jamaican music, vibes, cartel, all that. So it is, it is, that, that is one example. That is one like living example. I, I had never seen that in my life. It's in Alabama from two, 19, 1992 when I was born until like 2011 when I left. Like, I never even heard of like people going to club. You didn't listen to no um, vibes, cartel. I didn't know who the hell that was or whatever. But in New York, I know all of them now. I know all, all of the Jamaican artists or whatever. <laughs> Because it's such part and parcel with just being a black person in New York or whatever. And I'm, I'm you know, so yeah, I agree with what you're saying um, to an extent. But, you know, um, other people, they may need to take the reverse route. They might need to go and root it in black and Africanness 
to like find their love for being black yeah, American. Yeah. But um, because I was also <laughs> talking with a friend about Raven Raven Simone's comment or whatever. Like, I'm not African. I'm not African American. I'm black American. Um, and not really seeing anything wrong with that because. But see, she, that's she, that that's I think that's a problem because I think when 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 black Americans are very clear that look, I am a black American. I'm not an African American. Somehow that translates to the person is being less black or the person is you know somehow wanting to de deny the, the continent yeah. but my problem with with the whole thing with be well and going back to beyonce is that she she's done this thing with this album to kind of like you said romanticize but also to it's like magical thinking where you know we are kings and queens like what the like people we're human beings right and if exactly. you if you if you if you continue to refer to people as goddesses and kings and queens right you are then taking away taking away their humanity because yep. they don't get to be a regular teacher or a regular policeman or a regular journalist or just a regular per a human being right i think this 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 um this attitude of of her the way that she's done the music is she is I know in a way I could I understand that she's doing it to kind of heal the lack of confidence that some black Americans might have about their space in the US and exactly so but going overboard to tell us to, 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 to anchor us in Africa and and to portray Africa as this place is is very it's, it's disingenuous. I think it's dangerous. And I also think that Africans don't really appreciate it because I think countries in Africa are running their world like countries in Europe, right? They're not, everybody's not walking around with a crown yeah. in yeah. Africa. And, 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 and I think Beyonce is largely responsible for that through by doing this album. If, if people walk away from this and begin to think that Africa is this, you know, celestial place of, mm -hmm. you know, people being, you know, kings and queens, it's, it's dangerous because it dehumanizes um, um, us as black people. It's like, remember we had that episode where we talked about how Black um, people can't be quote unquote just like normal yeah, everyday kind of. It's like we always have to be either some massive freedom fighter, yeah. you know, burning buildings, um, or you know, um, being shot, or we're kings and queens. So yeah. it's like we've lost the middle part of being just, just human. That's why I think like shows like um, Black AF and stuff like that are good when you have like the different ranges of characters and or or even like Insecure where, you know, it can just be a, just a show about, you know, black lives, not just, black, just about people living in the city and they're black. black and it's not a big deal. It's not a big, OK, you know, every second episode they have to remind you. I mean, they're not denying that there is, they're not trying to like act like th those things don't happen, but they don't play it up in such a way that like, OK, it's an agenda. This is what it's about. This is like showing like a message. It's just about being regular. And then a lot of movies there's always you know the quote-unquote black side character who's you know the funny sassy girl or you know you know the the, the jock or the basketball player and they, they they've given like and if you look at white people they're like um they are able to be as you know you said like there's a range nor they can be like the bitch the the, the, the normal person the nerd the without thug, the, yeah without having the homeless any person. like they're yeah. able to live live out the whole human experience without having to to identify as you know um, high up in the, you know, I'm, I'm a king or queen or goddess, right? And I just, I just think it's, it's, it's kind of weak way from on, on her part to, 
because I, I, I get what she's doing. She's trying to heal. She's trying to heal herself, and and she's hoping through her music that that you know, um, Black Americans will 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 heal themselves. But I think that's the the road to take is to celebrate Black America, um, Black American um, history. history. Yes, Black Americans survived. We survived the Middle Passage. Or oh, those of us in the Caribbean and in um in the US, we survived the fucking exactly. Middle Passage, and we exactly. made cultures out of it. We 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 made dance all out of it. We made hip hop out of it. We made I mean, and it's not to say that you want to disregard Africa, but in or like you said a while ago, in order for you to come to a place of complete healing, you first have to accept where you are. Right. And can I just say that in middle, we're now you all know in the middle of this election right yeah. and i see black americans you know trying to to talk all the time about yeah we you know this is so um i hate it here this is hell let's let's go leave and go to america and i think that's the wrong approach because black americans build america and when they're able to tell you that you're an african-american you're basically giving up your ownership of your land and, and and if people run away thinking i'm going to go to africa to reconnect with some imaginary you know connection there's no connection there other than yeah there are black people who look like you but your immediate ancestors survived the middle passage and built that shit so they have to stay there and own it because if they don't do that this is where white america gets to move in and say well it's our country no I, 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 I don't know what the media in Germany is like portraying about this whole like, you know, move this this mass exodus of black Americans back to Africa. But let me tell you, nobody <laughs> in my immediate circle, sweetie, nobody, not one person, not a half a person um, is thinking about that. I, I think these, you know, I don't want to call them wishful thinkers or whatever. because I, I don't want to sit there and belittle their experience. Or whatever. But there, these few individuals who choose to, who do choose to go to Accra, who do choose to go to these places, um, they, they are far and few between. So let me say that. So there is not we black Americans are not in any way in any type of danger of losing our foothold in this country. Um, and what I do like about the Black is King album is, first of all, the title in and of itself is so it's broad. It's not saying Africa is king. It's saying black mm -hmm. is king. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You can't define in blackness. You know, Beyonce. Through her visuals, she has imagined it as this African, um, this pan-African adventure. But um, the, the the song "Power," the, the first artist was Tierra Wack. Tierra Wack is from um, Philly. She graduated from high school in um, in, um, in Atlanta, but she, she went back to Philly. Whatever. She's black. Is she, is she the girl on the um the song "My um, My Power"? Yeah, I was always gonna be where you wanna be from. Where you wanna she, be? Yeah. Yeah, and she, she's yeah. Black American. She's Black American. Beyonce is Black American. You have um, Busiswa, who's South African. Um, and if you just listen to the song without, like, when the song, when Beyonce did not have an actual um, a video for it, when it was yeah. in the Lion King album, The Gift, the, the song didn't really, like, allude to Africa at all. You know, minus mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, the last verse was in um, an African language, and you had mm -hmm. some African moonshine, Sanelli, and um, well, Yemi Holiday. But otherwise, there was no like clear, um, like Tierra Wagner say anything about the continent of Africa. How part? Beyonce didn't say anything. It was, Beyonce was just talking about blackness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, this that this that um, this that perm, this that nappy, or whatever. Yeah. That is not any way signifying Africa. Um, and the same, the the, the song already. I, I don't think any of the lyrics in any way connote. Or like mm -hmm. point to Africa. She just happened to make a business deal. She she's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, Afrobeats is like this wave now. Let me jump on this wave. Like you said, she's always she's an artist. She has to stay trendy. She has you know stay afloat. Um, but just like, but hold on, I wanna I wanna interrupt you because just like when we we discussed um, um, Black Panther, right? I feel it's 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 dangerous for for black people to see to to allow people to just hop onto a trend and push things through just based off. Yeah, this is going to make money now. But because the things that need to be done and said are real things that need to, so that individual people can heal, yeah. right? So, so, but I'm not, just, but like, what needs to be done? And like, like what needs to be done? And I, I don't think Beyonce's made this album for black people to heal. She was like, this is the way I'm healing myself in real time. Oh, you know, come made, on, made, made, No, 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 you I think she, she was like... Do you made, really think that she did this for herself? She did this as a strategic so. I think, I think, thing, and she did it also for to have some kind of a say in the Black American community, like, this is what you should be doing. I don't think... That's so. what I, 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 think. Don't, I don't think. I don't think she's that, like, um, narcissistic. I don't think she has that much of inflated sense of herself to, like, oh, feel like God, she... No. Do you I not, know. I honestly do don't. Okay, so now, now, do you not remember the video in the Louvre? Like, did we just forget that video happened? When the video were... in, in in the Louvre, but she did shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, she's she's Queen B, but I don't th- I don't think she feels that <laughs> you you just literally say, she's Queen B, just like let that slide. <laughs> yeah, she. I mean, she that, that's her. But I, I don't, she, she's no okay as as a B. I ain't never been one of her concerts, never bought one of her albums or whatever. So I support her. You quite literally a hundred percent with my YouTube clicks. You know what I'm saying? Which is a lot. She gets a check for that or whatever. But I don't think she's. I, I don't know. I think mean, she is part of the black. American column. She's in the column, like she's part of the conversation. But just that, she's part of the conversation. She's chosen, like we we can like I guess like excise at any point. No, 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 we can't. It, it, no, we can't. That's a what? lie. What? I was saying we should we can just like push out at any moment. But I'm saying she's just a part of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? You can choose to ignore it or you can choose to participate in that no, part of the Black American conversation that is ways. Beyonce. Marty, we can't have it both ways. We can't say she is Queen B and then you say, oh, she's just a regular, regular person trying to understand her blackness. She has a platform <laughs> that is the biggest platform for Black Americans when it comes to entertainment. Yeah. And I think that whatever she says and does is critical because what she says and does gives black Americans an, a, a, a view on mm. how to see things and, and it influences the way they, they themselves see and do things. I, but I don't to, a, to it, a certain extent, though. If you don't, you're not being fair if, you, if you're denying that because you know, just like you just, you see how you just matter-of-factly just refer to her as Queen Bee? Yeah, she the is. The question is, is black is blackest king, is Beyonce queen? Yeah, she is queen in her little universe. <laughs> she is. I don't see anything wrong with that. It's just, it's just a moniker. It's a name. She's Beyonce knows Carter. Um, I mean, she, you hear name queen in that. She does not have queen on her, her birth name. certificate. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like it's a matter of who gives power to that. You know what I'm saying? If you you give power, like not you, not you, but like the understood you. You know what I'm saying? Those out there, they give power. They give um wait to that by calling her queen be as, as as much as they want to beyond um um marty that's not true beyonce in all her videos it's made very clear she takes herself very seriously the team behind her takes herself takes her very seriously in in positioning her as a queen and i think that because of that we should demand more 
from her so that if she is going to be doing this connection that she's doing with Africa right now, we shouldn't, it shouldn't be looked at as, oh, it's just a strategy. Oh, it's uh, not a strategy, but, um, oh, it's just her staying on trend. No, it's very strategic. But see, okay. So true. She, she's positioning herself as um, queen or whatever, but I think all artists do that. You know what I'm saying? Nicki Minaj, she does that or whatever. Jay, all these rappers and stuff position themselves as like the kings and queens or whatever. They, they, they but all not, are, you know, no, not many artists do, did a Blackest King album. Like, can you identify a Black artist who've done an, who's done an album that was so specific with aesthetic and symbolism and everything to try to connect Black America with Africa, Africa. and to say... Africa is where we, where, where we, you know, our final destination. Africa is where, you know, we are kings and queens. Africa is, I mean, but she's see, I don't think that. she's saying it. In a, I don't think she's saying Africa. Then that's, 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 I think where we departed. I don't, I'm not okay. seeing anywhere what she's saying where Africa is our final destination. Hell, I don't even see she's saying it's our first destination. You know, like it was, it's our like. So what is she war. saying then? What is she saying? <laughs> I think she's just talking about, I honestly think she's just praising blackness. And I think okay. she's just like using other artists, to be honest. She's supporting other artists around the world, honestly. That's it. I don't, I don't think she's like saying that this is where we should go. This is where we should like, you know, this is this place is a place of like that we should revere. I don't think she's saying that at all, to be honest. Really? Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, you disagree. I, I I don't agree with that, but but I don't have enough evidence to to to, to say why. Yeah, because I, I know the way. But I, the way cause honestly, because I feel like the the way you interpret the songs, the way you interpret the album is like personal or whatever. Like I, it's it's, just, it's a catchy beat, but I know that's also dangerous because I know like at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? These words have power. Her words do have power or whatever. Um, right. And her so influence. It's not- and it's not just a personal thing. Like, I don't think, I mean, on one hand, I can see where you say, like, you know, she started out trying to send, um, to, to kind of, you know, interrogate and come to terms with her blackness as a black American with the Formation album. Um, and now she's doing it globally. But see, my look and my, my lens read it differently. I don't know if you noticed, but they said that Lemonade, the album, did not sell as much as they as it was reported, right? Because it was black American. Exactly. It wasn't it wasn't sold, it wasn't it wasn't a big hit, right? And that her decision, the team's decision now to move to this more international um, space and to specifically target this blackness thing is about um, solidifying what they believe she should be in the international scene, which is something equivalent to a Michael Jackson, right? Um, and so I, I I have to say, I don't agree with you when you say that, you know, she's just, this is a personal and she's just doing it. No, all of this is strategy. It's strategized, but she, she, she directed, she wrote it and, and she- now, And let's be clear. I don't know if she write and directed it. I mean, Beyonce. Oh my God! Are you saying she's like, well? Come on, we we know this that she's been sued a lot about taking credit for people's writing. You know this, Marty? Yeah. Yeah. She didn't do it for this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not letting my, my, my standum, my standness, you know, get in the way of me. Because I think, I think she should be critiqued. She should be criticized. But I just, I think the points of critique, the issues that people have with it i'm just i'm just not really understanding personally you know to be honest like I, i'm engaged with the conversation i'm really i'm really hearing it but i'm just like I, i'm like i don't know i don't i don't put that much weight it's not that deep. 
Yeah, it's to me, it's basically, thank you for harmony. Okay, that I'm, doesn't work for us as a family, right? We take everything very serious. Everything <laughs> needs to be analyzed like three, four <laughs> times at and least. And that's important though. We need, we need, we need both. We need the use and we need the me's. <laughs> but to me, it's honestly, it's not that deep. Like it's, it's, I honestly just saying she was like, okay, you know, Moon Chancellor is doing a damn thing. Lucy was doing a damn thing in South Africa. These are black women doing. Yemi Holiday is like the first African artist, female artist to reach like a million subscribers or something on YouTube or whatever. You damn right she gonna be on my Blackest King album. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so what are we talking about mm-hmm. though? When we th- when we know that because I don't know if you noticed that she's never really done concerts on the continent. And I think I've talked to my. I had a. You know this that it's it's like I think it's only one thing that she's done somewhere in South Africa some time ago. But she's never when she does her world tour. She um, never goes to the African. Exactly, and what does that really say though? That this is what I think. We can judge her based off her um her past misgivings. We have to like. Wow, what? you're a perfect. That's stand. such a stand. This is no, but bad. I'm saying if it was saying, somebody else, if it was somebody have, else. She did. She sang some song in Nigeria. She sang a national anthem. She was like, oh, my ancestors came from Nigeria or something like that. And she sang a whole, I think she sang a national anthem or whatever. But I'm just like, like I was talking to a friend. I have a friend um, who I was speaking with this about. And she was like, you know, there are countries on the continent that could have, you know, put up the same money that a Germany, that a UK could have put up to like host a concert. And they do have these spaces because yeah. that was my initial. I was like, is, was it like a business um, decision? You know what I'm saying? Or something in the that 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 um is telling about my own thinking about the damn continent. The fact that I wouldn't think that like any of these countries would have the, the money, or the, the stadiums to put um a Beyonce concert up. Um, but she she did not do any concerts on the continent. That's true. And That's and, true. and doesn't that? But what is she doing of, now? No, what is she? She still hasn't done a concert on the continent. One and kids, two. Wait, now. hold on. And two, whatever platform that she did her did the stream this particular Blackest King thing on. I understand it's not reached. It, it's not available for to, yeah, for every country. On, Let me um, find this article because I want to. I I I, I want to say the day she she released it. Um, let's just say she released it August first on Disney Plus. The next day from that article I read, the next day she released it on streaming services that were widely accessible for like people on the continent, for certain people on the continent or whatever. Okay. So she did she did make it accessible the next the very next day. All right, listen, I agree with you though that we are demanding too much from her. It's the same thing when we had the conversation about um Black Panther. Like, should we couch our expectations of these major and important issues at the knees of or filmmakers, at, filmmakers musicians. musicians, artists? You know, should we really are, ask look, them? But maybe we're asking too much. No, because, because it, even though I am hold on one second, even though I am, you know, an artist quarreling oh. with Beyonce and all of that, I still accept that like you, I feel like okay, leave her to hell alone she's an artist she's doing what she's doing but i this is where i have the problem is like her platform is so big though that you almost at a certain point like nina simone said as an artist you have an obligation right you have an obligation to ensure that what you're doing is socially conscious and really thought through Yeah? yeah And it is. You, you've even given her praise for like thinking it through, except for the fact that she has blonde as wig Exactly. On. It's like, you know, it, it's almost like she's almost there, but she forgot to take like one last right turn. And of course, yeah, nobody's perfect and so on. But for somebody yeah. who, you know, isn't that like her thing that she makes it like, you know, she's a queen and she does everything uh, and stuff like that. You know, it, it just counteracts <laughs> the whole thing. I'm just saying. If you could only see Marty's face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> but okay. So um, one going just just as a last point, I wanted to talk about um, 
but it's still it's kind of attached to the whole thing of centering black americanness because this whole thing was just very new to me when i when i when i read it when i watched the videos from um from Yvette Carnell, you should you you should look at her. Make first. sure you make, yeah, make sure you Yvette. send it there. I'm gonna send it to you. Um, because I never I never really even realized that yeah, this is a real thing. You there are Black Americans and not African Americans, right? Yeah, but this is a of this guy. Do you know a, an artist called Burna Boy? Burna Boy, yeah, from Nigeria, right? Right. And do you hear? Did you hear about what happened with him when he came here? He, I came to the U.S. to do to accept his award. I think was and the BET Awards. And he was right. And he was just very outspoken about how Black Americans they won't matter until Africa matters. And so Yvette in her video yeah. got very upset because she was like, "It is so disrespectful that Diddy, Puffy, and." Jay-Z are, you know, in, in, in cahoots right now to get Burna Boy and Afrobeats over here. And he comes over here like he's a king um, and expects that Black Americans should fall at his knee and, right. you know, um, participate in making him great. And her position, Yvette, is like, look, Black Americans have their own history. Exactly. So, you know, they have their own legacy and they should be proud of it. And he coming over, having stolen from hip-hop and also from reggae because he, he did an interview and he said his biggest influence was Bujo Banton and Bob Marley right. from Jamaica and Biggie and Tupac um, from But I think we need, to be, we, we need to be conscious about the language. I don't think he stole anything. I think it's part of like the larger Afrobeats genre. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's part and parcel. So I think, but, I think right, why right, I right, say inspiration. But why I say stole though is okay. because of his attitude. Like because I, I didn't know about him. I was I was like how how could I sit in an audience as as a Jamaican or even as a black American right. and have this African basically talking down to it's like um, how we took America. it when they told us that um, when the, the guy from um, Cameroon Cameron. told us that we're not worth it. We've been taking it from them. <laughs> They've been and I think that's it. I yeah. think we've internalized this inferiority. And I think when we examine that, when we talk about that, I think talking about it is it, 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 it's painful to realize or whatever. But I didn't I didn't know this inferiority existed, like this 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 stratification between like blacks, Afro-Caribbeans, and, Me either. Um, and, I am and just until I moved to New York. Until because yeah. we don't have the interaction and stuff. So I think to speak to Burner Boy's comments at the BET Awards, I think it was the BET Awards. Um, I think there's this idea that um, all of our liberations are linked. You know what I'm saying? Like the right. oppression of um, the African continent, the scramble for Africa, all of that is linked to the, the transatlantic slave trade and like the impoverishment of these countries is all linked to like us being over, you becoming Jamaican, me being black American. Um, and I think there's, there's, there's some, some truth in that, but I do think that we can all succeed in our own ways. In Alabama, where I'm from, we, didn't, we, we just have black Americans. You know, you, you know the history of the American South. The American South is where the slaves were. They, they were in the North, too. But, yeah. but the American South is like 100% like black. And then we had the two waves of the Great Migrations, you know what I'm saying, that mm -hmm. brought people to the North and out to the um, California, to the West or whatever. So in coming to New York, I saw that there was a lot of tension. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was kind of right. like, I guess not import brown to keep black down, but I guess import different blacks to keep other blacks down. So you had... Exactly. Um, in the 60s, when the large Caribbean, like Afro-Caribbean uh, migration started, I think it was the Hart-Keller Act or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Because previously in the U.S., we only had um, immigration from the, it, there was like specific legislation set up that to, to only allow immigration from Northwest Europe. These are like Protestant countries and they, they, they wanted to keep America's 
population more homogenous. I don't know what the hell they was looking at, baby, because in the side we was black as hell. So I don't know what what kind of homogeneity they was looking at because it, it wasn't homogenous then. Mm-hmm. Um, and after 1965, that's when they had the massive migration, like the Asians from the African continent and from the Caribbean. Um, but yeah, in New York, I saw for the first time, you know, what I'm saying Caribbean Jamaicans. Like, I don't don't call me black. I ain't no I ain't no fucking black. I'm, I'm Jamaican or whatever, as if which blew my mind. But then I realized yeah. black was like black American. And yeah, and then you had the the first gen African continental Africans, like the actual continental Africans, who the immigrants or whatever, just felt like they Africans and Caribbeans versus Black Americans in New York. I see mm-hmm. it time and time again. They just feel like they the one the, the immigrants just feel like you know what I'm saying. We lost we 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 left everything in our countries or whatever, so we have no choice but to succeed. But I'm like, you don't realize because of the civil rights movement or whatever. Exactly. That is, that is, we was the motherfuckers on the front lines yeah. or whatever. You, That's you, what you standing on our backs or whatever, and it's fine. We 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 welcome you. It's, it, we welcome share you. We, yeah, we will share it or whatever. It's no problem, whatever. But don't for one minute. <laughs> Let's not get a motherfucker twisted. <laughs> oh my god, baby, you no, would not be here. Life. That's what that's what Yvette in our videos like. I was so shocked. I never realized the tension uh, that was there. Yeah, but I didn't either. Was, well, but and it's a dangerous thing that has happened to Black people, where we we can't we try to group all of our experiences together, and then this is why we get cradled with um saddled with the, the idea that we're a monolith, right? Because and we're so not. It's um, not. It's not. And I think when you see what's happening right now in um with 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 Kamala Harris, even what happened with Obama, if you really check. The, the the blacks who have reached to that level in terms of the, the governing and politics in the U.S. are not, usually, not especially blacks who have made immigrant background or African background. Exactly. Colin background Powell's, Colin Powell was, I think he's the, the Jamaican, son of like Jamaican immigrant. Yes. You know, um, even Shirley Chisholm, her parents have like Saint kids and stuff like that. And so, and that's what yeah. I'm asking you, like as a black American, I think like that's why I like the the Yvette videos because I was so for the first time I was like, yeah, I agree with you. Don't allow this situation to to, to stand. Like it's okay to have you know people from the Caribbean there and also from Africa, but black Americans need to make sure that they don't let go of their own legacy because it is everything that every person who comes to the US, every every black person, they're standing on 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 all that black America has built. And, and that, I think and okay. black Americans don't need any confirmation. I, I want exactly. to just make that we do, they, they don't need any confirmation from Africa or from even from the Caribbean. Exactly. They are a legitimate culture in and of itself. Period. Period. Um, I'm not going to sit here and discount the fact that, you know, the immigrant blacks, when they come over, that they don't work their asses off, because they do. I've seen that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I know Jamaicans are notorious for having, like, 17 jobs. Yeah, they work their asses off, but black Americans also do it, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And and if I can, like, I have a friend who's going through residency, or he's trying to, like, get into residency as part of, like, med school. When he goes for these residency interviews, he's in the lobby with all these other black people, and he said, everybody is, like, Nigerian. Everybody is, like, Caribbean, or whatever. He he was, like, He's like the only like bl- native Black American black, person. Yeah. And, uh, and when I think about my experience at Columbia, like my friend group, I was the only I was the only Black American. It was me and some girl from Louisiana. It, I I can count on probably my fingers and my toes the number of Black people who was like pure, you know, not half African, you know, or half Caribbean or whatever, but who was just like yeah. pure Black like me. And then I kind of thought my my ancestry was Caribbean, but then I realized it <laughs> was a lie. Oh, <laughs> oh. So yeah, but 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 I mean, again, Ain't like you know, there is so much, there is so much potency in the Black American legacy, you know. Um, but, and but, this what, is news. Like when I talked to my mom about this, like she she was like, 
Because my mom, my mom was confused when she came to my graduation and we had like the black graduation. She was like, all these African people was. She was like, they ain't black. And I was like, my mom is someone who's steeped in the South. She is black American purely. She's never had any engagement, you know, mm-hmm. with with Africans or with Caribbean people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so she, I guess she's like the real McCoy in a way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas me, Ados. Yeah, from, that, that, from the ADOS thing is the um, African descendants of slaves in America, right? Exactly. Um, but so, so going back to the whole, because we're going to wind up soon, but Kamala Harris being nominated, I saw that Charlemagne and a whole list of people write some le- wrote some letter to Joe Biden demanding that the person he picks be a black woman. And then, you know, we got Kamala. What are your thoughts? I mean, as I mean, at the end of the day, she's a black. So I celebrate it in that. that is she though? Black... Is she though? Okay, and see, that's what I, now. You want to talk about something? We can yes, talk let's about talk that about something. <laughs> uh, okay, so as you know, her dad divorced her mom when she was five years old, and as I see, she's the oldest. Seven, so, yeah. You know, she has a little girl. I mean, a little sister. She was raised exclusively, you know, by her Indian mother. Yes. So I think that she's mixed. <laughs> yes, yeah. I agree. Uh, she is most definitely mixed, leaning more towards, I guess, Asian. I, I like. I don't. Let me just say this too quickly. Her father is Jamaican, but her father is her father was um also had a mix with um Indian as well. It wasn't that her oh. father was like you know. Pure, uh, so well. so I mean, but again, we talk about what is wrong with just simply saying I am mixed and then defining what that mix is. Because why, since the one why, drop rule is so entrenched in this country yeah. because it's so, it, it's almost sacrilege. It's all, it not, not almost, it is sacrilege. It is sin in America to be conspicuously of any African, you know, derivative and not con- consider yourself black. You, because you, because we, we saw the backlash from Tiger Woods. When Tiger Woods said, I'm not black, he says, I'm Casablanca Cajun or something like that. He said, I want you to acknowledge my Indonesian mother and all her intricacies, yeah. and as well as my dad. The black community, because at the end of the day, was like, cause they, they was like, we dominate basketball, we dominate football, we dominate tennis with, the, with the, um, Serena and Venus Waves, and we dominate this white-ass sport, golf or whatever. How dare you sit there and try to, like, take away, you know what I'm saying, like, our foothold. Like, we've we dominated sports or whatever. But the and- question, but the que- and I want to ask you about this, right? So we talked about this, you and I, about right. the whole thing of the one-drop rule and where that comes from. And that if we're today allowing people to say they're black only because they have a bit of black, are we subscribing to the originality? of the one drop rule who were basically the oppressor they were the they were the the um the the who came up with the, the with the one drop rule i think i think so absolutely i i can agree who, with that yes i, who I think came, who is it that came up with the one oh, drop white people so that's what i'm saying like how can people who say that they are on um, pro black use that that, that benchmark to say you are black or you're not black. Yeah. I think because it's been it's been it's been enshrined in our culture. And I think it's gonna be it's gonna take a lot to chisel it out. Yeah. Honestly. I think it's gonna take a lot to chisel it out the consciousness of black America and of, but, of, of America. Cause I feel even even white people, like when you look at some of these things, Tinashe Hadass from Zimbabwe, um what's that girl, the one who's the South African Doja Cat or whatever? Like, yeah. like to me, that's mixed. I yeah. see that as mixed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And when she puts her little blonde wig, pink wigs and shit, I'm like she's and, and I so, think I think black America has a fascination with people who look like that but who have like this the black body you know like you said we like we like our all blackness but we like it couched all neatly and, and molded all neatly yeah. in a body that's not black and that's fucked exactly. up that's problematic and that's palatable palatable for the white gaze but I want to I want to say too that I feel like at some point 
we're going to have to stop doing that, you know, and it's, it's laziness on the part of a person like this is, you know, my children are mixed race and I, right. ever since we, ever since they've been born, our conversations are around the fact that, listen, you have a job to learn about yourself and to yeah. identify yourself, but you're not going to be lazy and say, well, I'm black or I'm white or, you know, look, pay attention to the fact that you're Jamaican and you're German and that, you know, don't allow anybody to just because they Tell want it easier. Because yeah. it's easy for people to just say, "Oh, yes, yeah, categorize." Yeah. Yeah. But if you feel that you you have cultures that you are origin you, you, that that um that you're from that you feel strongly about, you should stand in it. Yeah. I think that's the problem I have with when we're talking going back to to Beyonce and the whole thing. Mixed people who have a mixed heritage. They need to begin to stop being lazy about identifying it, right? And because I think it's easier to just say I'm 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 white, I identify as white or I identify as black. So when Tiger Woods came out and he was like, my mother is from here and and she her mother is from the Philippines, right? I think I think I think she's Indonesian or, or something. In Viet, Vietnam or the Philippines, his mother is not black. His exactly. father is clearly black. And the fact that he stood up for that, it really pissed me off that people were so angry at him because I'm like, what the hell do you want him to do? Didn't and I? Even more recently. Out? Even more recently, with Tay Diggs and his son, with Adina Menzel, the white lady, um, he wrote a book and he was like, you know, I don't want you guys to. I don't know if he said it in a book. It's like a children's book, but I, I don't know. He caught a lot of backlash. He was like, my child is not black. My child is mixed. And I was like, and so th what I'm saying is like, in America, that that chipping has started to happen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like chipping away. Yeah. It, it, we, we we getting there. You know what I'm saying? Let's, so and let's, let's word it. Let's word it though. Let's word it. It's not so much chipping; it's healing. Because yeah. I think people need to come to grips with the fact that just because you are mixed doesn't mean that you have to fall into a category that was given to you. Yeah. You can own Make your own space. You can own your 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 ancestries. Whether it, it is black, white, Chinese, Indian, whatever it is, say who you are. Stand in your truth. Yeah. And don't allow something like the one drop rule that was to rule made. you. But that were made by racists, basically, to, to guide your decision. Exactly. And I think in the context of American history, like when you look at some of these historical figures, like the first black president of Howard University, Barbara, if you look this man up, this man looks like my German professor. I keep talking about the German because <laughs> like, he loved is, German. He I, back, I, right? That's right. I'm going to come back. Because it was yeah. a fun year. It was a fun Yeah. <laughs> I, and I'm just like, how in the hell? And I was like, maybe in his context, maybe he went to a church, or like a black church, you know what I'm saying? Maybe his doctor was black. Maybe he lived in a neighborhood with black people. He married a black woman like Adam Clayton Powell did. But I was like, in no way, shape, form, or fashion could he have gone to the South, like Mobile, Alabama, and spoken to little black boys, me, in the inner city, and talked about, you know, like as a black man, you know, black... Because I would have looked at that man like he was fucking crazy. I was like, are you serious? That's like me, Simon Cowell, you know... Um, preaching the gospel about blackness to me. I'm just like, what? Like, absolutely, <laughs> I, I have the one drop rule is something that I've ever, never subscribed to or whatever, but it's something that I've kind of obeyed. I've never, I never accepted it, but I've kind of obeyed it because um, I've, that's what I heard. It was passed down to me or whatever. Yeah, um, but yeah. I'm not, I, when I see mixed race people, I, I can remember when you talked about this, I most definitely like, see them as, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you're different. You are different, you know what I'm saying? So I, it, like the South Africa's racial system of like black, white, I think Asian and colored, it makes so much sense to me. I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it absolutely makes sense. But I think still in 2020 in America, mixed race people 
for whatever reason. Well, we know the reason because the one drop rule and the the, the, the conscious. The, 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 yeah, yeah. It, it, they are still considered black or whatever because they are contextualized as black. But I, but they're not really though because they still palatable enough to white people to where they like they're devoured equally by both races. You know what I'm saying? So they mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they they it's like they like a pendulum that swings both sides. You know what I'm saying? And that's race- the thing. I think with mixed race people, if that and, and that's what I when when I when with my children, I I you know I I hope that they keep me honest. I keep them honest in terms of paying attention to not taking up spaces because you know you have an advantage in you know what I mean? Yeah. So then that's the thing with with the Zoe Zaldana thing. I keep Oof. referring to her because you know I'm pissed off with that whole thing. I don't even I'm so livid I really even don't want to even speak on it. But the business of her centering herself as a as as not, she's not even mixed race. She is straight up Puerto Rican. But no, she but but she, she I think one parent is from Cuba and one parent's from the Dominican Republic. But both of those parents out of that mix, she's black. She considers herself Afro Latino. And that's the thing. She wants to be black when it when it when it when it's advantageous. In the sense when that she, when there, yeah, and then she can take off the cape and not be black at some other times, and 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 that for me is frustrating because it 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 makes a mockery of blackness and it makes yeah. a, um it makes it difficult for other people like you know can't black quote, women turn it off you know exactly yeah. who can't who, who can't walk away from yeah. it. But yeah, we're having these conversations because like a few years, I think it was like two years ago, they had um. I think it was on. It was on Vibe. It was some one of our big black magazine. They had um, Harry Belafonte, his his light skin ass. They had Amanda Sandler. Better leave Harry Belafonte alone. Girl, Harry Belafonte. Yeah, but he well, ain't black. On. He ain't black, black, black. They had <laughs> wow. him. They had him. They had all these mixed race. They had Jesse. You know, Jesse Williams, the guy with the blue eyes. Yes, they had yes. all of these mixed race activists or whatever. And a lot of black people were saying exact. The black Americans were saying exact same thing that you, Barbara, are saying. Like, how yeah. in the hell? Did you not put Tarana Burke, the lady who started the Me Too movement? You know what I'm saying? How did you not put people okay, yes, yes, open to Metsy, like conspicuously? Full, I, almost, I hate talking about blood purity well, and all that shit. Easy. If we're looking at us at color, like I'm, I'm, I'm well aware that I'm not the same color as mommy. Like you just exactly. have to call it as it I is. I couldn't believe it. I was like, how in the hell you? Jess, I love Jess Williams. I like Amanda Sternberg or whatever. And, but I'm like, the, the fact that they can be so vocal is in part because of they, they palatability by white people, because they don't even really take it serious or whatever. Oh, you know, that's just, you know, it's fine, but they, they you, you still come on home or whatever at the end of the day. You can go and play with your yeah. black friends out in the sandbox, but come on home at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, proper. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I I, I didn't, you know, and Stokely Carmichael, I mean, Harry Belafonte, he, he's Jamaican or whatever, but he's a certain color. You know, he's not a Marcus yeah. Garvey Jamaican. Yeah, not, yeah. not to take his Jamaicanness away it's from true, him. It's true, but it's true. I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I looked at that magazine, I was like, what the... And I feel like it caused a lot of, it caused me at that moment to kind of like dissociate myself with, you know, I'm like, I, I, I can, I'm my own black movement. You know what I'm saying? Every day when I walk into the world yep. or whatever, I, yep. I said, if this is the shit I have to like, if this is the shit that's supposed to be representative of me, then no ma'am, I won't know no parts I think, of it. I think this is a great way to kind of end it because I feel like that's what I got from, well, I've always gotten that, but when I moved here, we talked about this here and I, like right. once I started to, to, to interrogate myself about, okay, how does how, this whole thing, because it, you know, I own my little country. We in Jamaica, we are some of the batshit crazy, most patriotic people you can find on earth, right? right? So coming here and having to come to terms with the fact that okay, but Africans don't see that they see it that way, mm. you know. And to, so to take up space here in Germany as a black woman, you have to do the work. And I think that's what 
um, we all have to do. And if Beyonce is doing this, I don't necessarily agree with you that she's doing this and it's a personal thing. Yeah. Um, I think she's doing a very personal thing on a very, very big platform. Um, and uh, so that's she, what I agree with. Okay. And so she has the responsibility to make sure that she, she keep, you know, she, we have to keep her honest and be clear that, you know, what she presents is really authentic. Um, but at the same time, I agree with you. It's not her job. She is not her job to do the the the, the work for for all of us individually. We we all we have to self govern and make make our own moves. And I think we 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 see in her growth and her like um, progression as an artist that she has been checking off more and more boxes. You know what I'm saying? Um, in black. I guess consciousness or whatever as yeah. she's gone through her career because where she started and where she is now at first when she was the can you pay my bills like she was it was nothing yeah. about <laughs> like Con consciousness yeah you know what I'm saying I, yeah. and I guess in and of itself that is her consciousness saying I'm a black woman I'm, I'm on the screen or whatever um so yeah. I guess that, that's a revolution in and of itself and we, should, and we should respect the process right because yeah. she exactly that's all cool. I'm asking for just respect yeah. you know what I'm saying I love I, I love you for doing Big this. Big thanks Thank to our special guest. Hopefully he'll be back on soon. Yes. Or you know maybe Listen, less racy top, topics. Yes, we, we need to talk about once the whole thing with once the election becomes more heated. Oh yes, that'd be interesting. Because I love to. I mean, you're living in the city, the yes. belly of the beast. Oh my New God! York. They were moving and, mailboxes and, and every. They were moving like actual mailboxes. Yeah, so I, I, I saw that. I saw that. I'm on hold for three hours trying to get absentee because I'm not going to vote in person because I'm not getting coronavirus. Them motherfuckers. Yeah. So like, how will they do it? Like, how will they do it? They want everybody to go and line up at them. Um, they first of all, they know that a lot of like um black and brown people have jobs that we can't get off to go vote. You know what I'm saying? Right. Except me, I can't. Okay. I have the privilege or whatever. So if you work at like as a janitor or whatever, they ain't letting your ass out to go vote or whatever. That's not essential. Like your child, they they fight you if your child is sick. So Marty. Thank you so much for for um for participating and of course we will talk in the week and I'm sure you're going to be back on because we have a lot of stuff to discuss yes. with the U.S. elections coming up. <laughs> yes, I'm excited. Stay safe. Stay um stay cool because I know it's really it's hot. hot. Yeah, it's crazy hot yeah. there. It's also very hot here, which is weird as you know because Germany generally is schizophrenic. Yeah, but. Right. <laughs> Love you. Thanks so, for coming. Yeah. So guys, thanks for listening. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter. On I was gonna say Snapchat again. I'm so stuck Snapchat with that. Snapchat is really no, slow. no, we don't have Snapchat. <laughs> on Spotify and maybe soon coming YouTube. So yeah. See you guys next time. Bye. Thanks,